As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability explicit or implied shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. In 2006, two forces of good for business met. These men think and act differently. Their sole mission is to help entrepreneurs and businesses succeed. Today, this elite duo, Carl Gibbons and Carl Gould, the G-Team, have broken out of the conventional business box. So if you have a problem, if no one else can help, you can find them right here every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern. The G-Team. It's Wednesday, it's one o'clock, so that must mean I'm Carl Gibbons, and hopefully on the other end is... Carl Gould. And uh, that makes us the GT. The GT. How are you doing, CG? Mr. Gibbons, I am in a thankful, Thanksgiving-type mood. I'm feeling good, really so good. How about you're, you? You're in pre-turkey mode, is that what you're telling me? <laughs> That's kind of the way that it goes, you know? Free turkey mode. Now, I, I tried to explain to somebody today that I eat tofu turkey. And they were like, they just couldn't, they were like, I don't get it. I don't get it. You, do you eat turkey or do you not? I said, yeah, it's, it's called a tofurkey. You know, it's, it's made of tofu. It's fake meat, but it's uh, just as good in I my book. I don't think you know what the tofu turkey you're talking about, frankly. But, I mean... <laughs> Uh, I, I think I think you're just I think you're just trying to cash in on our rock and roll theme for the day, and you get you're doing a touch of the Paul McCartney's, you know, you're going all uh, you're going all uh, vegetarian and vegan on us or whatever it is he does, because uh, we've we've got a bit of a rock and roll theme coming through today, because uh, joining us later on will be uh, Kurt uh, Keenley, who is the founder of Scream Guitars, who I have to tell you. Uh, CG, if you hadn't noticed, has blown all our likes and our uh, 
uh, look and listens on Facebook uh, off the charts. I mean, everybody's interested in what Kurt has to say, and uh, I'm sure it's going to be a great story. So he'll be he'll be joining us in the second segment of the show. So I'm really looking forward to that because you know me, I love a bit of rock and roll. So uh, we'll find out how that what, what that's all about in in about ten minutes time. Um, what about this Black Friday thing? Got to talk about that because. Um, I think I think it's time we 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 broke a few broke a few myths and a few a few illusions out here. Yeah. Um, I, I've got to break it to you all of you out there. Any of you that think you're getting a phenomenal deal out there tomorrow, and the retailers are giving it to you out of the goodness of their heart, you are sadly mistaken. Uh, they retailers don't work from. Um, from the, the top and come down, they work from the bottom and they work their way up. So they've already decided what their margin's going to be. They've already decided what they were going to buy it at and what they were going to sell it at. And some of this stuff was bought in to sell at that price in the first place. So if your idea of fun is having a great Thanksgiving dinner, and I hope every one of you have a, has a phenomenal one, and then wrapping up and going standing in line until midnight or one o'clock in the morning um, to get something that you can buy the following day just as easy, then I don't know. Um, me, I'll have another well, gin and tonic, thanks. <laughs> yeah, but, and, and what the, the other part that you don't hear about is a lot of time, not always, but uh, in many cases in a big box store, they have cut a deal with the manufacturer to make a less, a lower quality line that can sell for the same price. So, for example, orange juice has risen in price this year because of some of the weather and some other factors. So the 64 fluid ounce bottle that you're used to buying for a certain price is now a 59 ounce fluid, fluid ounce bottle that you're buying at the same price. So you've got to, you're right. You've got to be careful. When, whenever a store or a chain uh, advertises some sort of promotion, they're not doing it for your benefit. They're yeah. doing it for their benefit. Absolutely. You know? And that's the part a lot of people don't, or, you know, or they find out too late. Yeah. Like I bought yeah. this set of windows for my house, and they leak, and they're not, they're supposed to be, you know, never fade, and, and they're crap. And, well, yeah. you bought crap. You just, didn't, you just didn't spend the time to realize you bought crap, but you still bought it. Right, right. You know? Now, I don't want to come over as a killjoy, and I, I get it that there's this sort of Black Friday tradition almost it's it's almost become a, a you know a little bit like easter or even christmas day as such you know that they you know whole families go out and do this thing and 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 it and it becomes a piece of fun i get that and i'm all in favor of that but i think you just need to know the commercial realities of it all right but you oh look you know me i go nuts over all this branding stuff black friday means friday Black Friday, so, so let's break it down here. We've got Dodge Trucks that says, well, Black Friday started for us two weeks ago. Well, yeah. if it's two weeks ago, it's not Black Friday. Yeah. Joseph A. Bank, Bank started Black Friday on Tuesday. Yeah. Kmart, Target, and the other big boxes are starting Black Friday Thursday at 7. Yeah. You know, and look, if you're, you're a Volvo, be a Volvo. If you're a Rolex, be a Rolex. But if you're trying to, you know, a brand is a brand. And Thanksgiving is not on Wednesday. It's on Thursday. So yep. if you have Black Friday, have it on Friday. And I think I, I have a feeling this is going to come back and haunt the retail community overall because they have, they were very successful in building a huge 
brand around Black Friday, and now I see it getting diluted tremendously through this through this effort. And I I'm not thinking it's the best thing for right. them. I, I, I'm not I, liking I, it at all. I agree with you because it take it, it is taking away that other element that if you like that uh, that family occasion that that's almost almost like a spectator sport. You know, um, it, it's taking that away. It's taking that fun away. Um, and uh, yeah. I, I think they've, they've done themselves an injustice. Having said all that, there seems to be competition for that space as well now because we've got American Express pump, pumping this shop local uh, scenario, uh, which is good, yeah. uh, and I've made my it's feelings good. well. It's a little self-serving, though. It, it, it is. It's a little, it, it's a, and, and look, again, it's a promotion, so it's for American Express's yes, yeah. uh, benefit, not for ours. Yeah. But you know what? They could... They could feature some small, some some more smaller businesses. They could do some things where they're highlighting the small business, not just throwing out an ad. You know what I mean? Yep. So I like what they're. I like. I actually like where they're headed. Small Business Saturday. That's pretty cool. But yep. they they've got to make it less of an Amex commercial and more of featuring the actual small businesses they proclaim yep. to be trying to uh, help. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, I, and I've said it before. Just because you are a quotes small business that gives you no special that gives you no special right of passage you've got to have a reason for me to want to come in you've you've got to be the best at what you do you've got to have knock your socks off service you've got to have a different product you've got to have an alternative you've got to make me want to take notice just saying i'm a small business so you got to shop with me just doesn't cut it anymore but interestingly as well of course we've then we've got what is it cyber Something coming up where X percent of the of the world will go online and do all their Christmas shopping online. So I suppose you know Black Friday's getting nibbled about with, and then you've got other retailers that are becoming far more creative. I noticed something the other day from Vera Bradley. Um, she set up uh, the, the the accessories manufacturer. She set up her, her new website and she's previewing lines for the forthcoming season and asking her customers what would you be prepared to pay for this. I think that's a brave but uh, a really good a really good and creative move on her part. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of good stuff out there. And I, I'm, look, I remain fascinated at, at the business strategy that goes behind a lot of this. And frankly, what I, I just, I see so, too much desperation, you know, in, in, in some of the marketing. And I don't, just don't think it's necessary. I think these guys, you know, get the ice cube and the, and the rope out way too early and, and, you know, look to hang themselves. And I just don't think they need to, you know what I mean? So I, I'd love to see, I'd love to see somebody stand forward kind of like an Apple does and does very well and say, Hey, look, guys, calm down. We're all going to, we're all going to make it through this time. Let's, let's put our heads together and figure out how we best do this. Not just, um, you know, not act with su- what, what seems to be such desperation. Well, we better make this, uh, I don't know about Black Friday, we better make this Black Wednesday and uh, say hi to a couple of our sponsors. So the first portion of G-Team Radio, Quit and Get Rich Today, was brought to you by Star Matters International. Star Matters International, helping individuals to recognize that their image is their brand. Star Matters International empowers its clients to give a positive and lasting impression before they even speak. So discover why some of the world's leading companies and their executives, together with many high-profile celebrities, dress for success using Star Matters International. Call Style and Image Maven Cheryl Lampard on 239 298 6560. That's 239 298 6560. Or visit StarMattersInternational.com. Star Matters International because your image is your brand. All right. And CMT International. 
For the last two decades, the pros at CMT International have been the coach, the mentor, and the performance trainer to organizations and, and uh, business owners and executives worldwide. So if you want to take your business to the next level, if you want to find out where you are now and where you ultimately want to end up, call 973-248-6958 or visit them on the web at cmtmentors.com. And can't get enough of the G-Team? You can catch this show again together with all our other shows 24-7 or while you're standing in line waiting to go into Walmart on uh, on Black Friday. Uh, just visit gteamradio.com, share it with your friends, or go to facebook.com forward slash gteamradio. Like it, hate us, tell us what you think. Give us a call, 561-623-9429. Or you can email Gibbons or Gould at gteamradio.com. Calm. So, rock and roll. Rock and I love it. I love it. Screaming I, guitars. Scream guitars. I, I never I, told you this, Gibbons. I never told you this, but I play a mean air guitar. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm actually pretty good. I, yeah. Well, uh, you know, so you're, you're a mean on the air guitar. I'm mean on the, on the air drum kit. So I think we've got it all going on. Um, but I think, it's a, I think we, we better bring in some experts and a real entrepreneur who's actually taken screen guitars to a whole different level and created not only a segment in the music industry uh, and the musical instruments industry, but also in the accessories uh, department. Um, Fort Myers businessman uh, Kurt Keenly founded Scream Guitars in 2009. Musician, entrepreneur, uh, Kurt wanted to provide the public with electric guitars and basses that can have a custom design on the face, which to you and I, that's the body, um, with artwork that you, that you want to choose. So, you know, if we want the G-Team logo on the face of the guitar, we can have it. And, and not only that, he wanted it to be playable and affordable and accessible to the average person. And now his company has a worldwide clientele and continues to expand. They've got partnerships with sports teams, corporate clients. They do national festivals as well as music lovers and some uh, international uh, music stars as well on their, on their guest list. So let's find out how they did it. And hopefully joining us on the line is Kurt. Are you there? I am here. Thank you. Rock and roll. I've been dying. I've been, I've been practicing it all week, Kurt. Was it good? It was great. You know, I'm, first of all, thanks so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate coming on. It's, a, it's our pleasure. So I, Welcome, gave, Kurt. I, gave, I gave everybody the, 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 the quick 10 cent tour, but Kurt, elaborate a little bit. So, you know, when did the light come on? What was the ha-ha moment? What, what made you decide to go down this road? You know, basically, Carl, I saw a need. You know, nobody was doing guitars in the world of novelty. Uh, playable guitars that could be used in branding situations. You know, coming from the world of advertising, I always believe in branding. And uh, what better way to brand your business than to do it on a playable guitar? Right. And, hmm. and, and do, do you think it was... It, was it sort of music-driven, or was it what I would call accessories-driven? It's a combination of both. I'm actually a musician from New York. And even back in the 80s, I used to decorate in my own bass guitar while I was on stage performing. So I always saw the guitar as a canvas, and I always saw the guitar as a means to express art or images. Um, it's a beautiful-looking thing to begin with, and everybody loves to hold a guitar, whether you play or not. 
And uh, so I'd say it was 50% musically driven in the fact that I am a musician and I do play. And the other part was the fact that, you know, why not put something cool on your wall? You know, 90% of my customers, Carl, currently don't even play. They, uh, they like to buy my product and display them. You know, it's interesting you say that, Kurt, because there's a, um, uh, there's a magazine, I forget the name of it, but it's, the, it's, the, it's Porsche's version of the Porsche Club magazine. And 90% of the subscribers to that magazine do not actually own or drive a Porsche. But they want the lifestyle. They want to be part of the club. They want to be, they want to be thought of as in, that, uh, as in that group. But that's fascinating that so many of them don't actually play the guitar. You know, part of my, ta my tagline is scream the dream in the sense that I realize I'm selling a fantasy. I'm selling a dream. You know, what's your dream? What do you want to see on your guitar? You know, every man, woman, and child that holds a scream guitar smiles and just feels good. Yeah. So and that's what it's all about. I mean, you're, you're, this is the kind of business that it's not a need. It's, it's a want. It's fun. It's a chance to transform yourself. Get a, uh, you know, spend time as a superhero or a rock star. And who hasn't thought about being one of those at one point in their life, right? You know, you're exactly right. And a lot of bars and restaurants like to put their logos on the guitar and hang them. You know, I am a novelty company. I, I, I live in the world of novelty, collectible, and souvenirs. But with that said, every scream guitar is a playable guitar. You know, I, I'm not trying to be Fender or Gibson or Ibanez. I'm not trying to sell to bands or musicians. I'm selling to people like you and I. Um, in fact, most of my customers, believe it or not, are women who are buying them as Christmas presents, um, whether it's their favorite team or their favorite band. In fact, I had some interesting designs. I've done, I've done a woman's kids on her guitar. Uh, I've done pets on a guitar. Right now, I'm working with Scott Fisher. I'm doing some Harley Davidson stuff, which is pretty neat. Um, I got a guitar going out to the Dallas Mavericks owner, Mark Cuban. Um, I just sent a guitar to Jim Kelly of the Buffalo Bills. I worked with right. CBS in Los Angeles uh, doing guitars for Hawaii Five O. So <laughs> cool. I got some I got some pretty unique and different clients. So so take us a little bit on the journey of the actual business side of things because the you know as an entrepreneur you know as we look at from a business you know. Uh, there's a lot of commonalities. Entrepreneur has a dream. They say, I want to do something different. I want to make an impact. I want to change the world. But there's a big difference between saying it and doing it. You've done it. You've gone out there and made it happen. So take us through a little bit about how you started your business and how you, somebody gets into the, the guitar customizing business. Well, I think the, first, the most important thing is my passion was there from day one. You know, once I, re I realized what I wanted to do and how I was going to do it, I, I just, it just took off. And it was something that I, I couldn't sleep at night. I was so excited. And, uh, you know, me and my staff, we you know, we're just making crazy designs and, uh, and trying different paints and different t types of things. And, and, uh, and then from there, I, I learned to manage my expectations. You know, I, I, I didn't realize, I, I didn't think I was going to make a million dollars right off the bat. And, and, and it takes time. You have to realize, okay... It's a process. I mean, gosh, it's taken me four years to get to where I am right now. Um, a lot of my success started by immersing myself in local community. Um, I'm very charitable in, in Southwest Florida. I do a lot of things in Lee County, um, Make-A-Wish, March of Dimes, American Cancer Society. Um, I just did the Scott Fisher motorcycle event. I do things with Harry Chapin Food Bank. Um, and by doing so, I've, I've met some really good people, you know, and um, I've obviously developed, I've developed some business off of some of those charity things I've done. 
Um, another thing I recommend to people to do, which I, I, I still do every day, is, is finding a mentor. I work with the uh, SCORE group, um, and I work with the Small Business Development uh, Center out of FGCU. Yep. And um, yep. various chambers, like the Above Board Chamber, um, the Entrepreneur Society of Naples and Fort Myers. I mean, these are places that you go and, uh, you know, I go at least to ask a lot of questions. I'm always asking questions. And then the last thing I, I, I think that's gotten me successful to this point is I never stop branding. I'm always posting on Facebook. I'm always out in the public handing out business cards. I'm always wearing my own T-shirts and hats and giving out T-shirts and hats. And I'm always, I'm always on the radio. I'm, I'm coming out. I have an article in Florida Weekly coming out next week. Um, you know, I do things on Fox Force Morning Blend Show. So I'm constantly right. trying to stay in the public. Was there, was there an inflection point or where you got your big break or uh, maybe a celebrity bought something that you had or was there, was there a little turning point where you went from, you know, where you went from either, you know, went from a dream to reality or it went from I'm not in business to I'm in business or you had a couple customers but then you landed a big account. Like, what was there, was there, was there a point early on that was kind of a bit of a tipping point for you? Yes, that's a great question. Actually, there was. Um, you know, my business model was always that I was going to sell to corporations and companies and I was going to sell multiple units as opposed to just one, one-offs here and there, which I still do. Um, in fact, I'm going to be making Carl Gibbons a, a beautiful um, Union Jack guitar at some point. He can hang in the studio. Sounds like nice. But uh, my don't, two don't, my, don't tell him that. Don't tell him that. <laughs> my two big accounts that got me started early were the Hooters account, where I was doing guitars for Hooters. Uh, they were hanging them on their walls and using them as uh, awards and gifts to the vendors. And then uh, the New York Jets, believe it or not, one of my favorite football teams as a kid. I went up to New Jersey and I met with the staff and the ownership and the marketing people. And uh, we started doing some stuff on a small scale, and that just gave me credibility, and, and, and it made me realize, okay, I have something here of value, and, and, and people are appreciating what I'm doing. And sure. um, you know, you have to have that. You have to have validation. You need to have uh, checkpoints to say, okay, am I at the right level, and, and, and is it something that people want? What? Yeah, because here's here's the you know here's something that we we uh, we come across a lot. People will come up to Carl and I. And they'll have what they what they say are you know is a is a crazy idea for a business. They're like, here's what I want to do, and we often say to them, we often say to them, well, yeah, I think you can do it. And they'll say, well, you're just saying that because you know you're a business advisor and you you this is the work you do. I said, no, we're not because there's a market for anything if you have the passion and the drive to make it uh, essentially. And so if somebody were to walk up and say. And, you know, if somebody were to walk up and say, hey, listen, I want to uh, put faces on guitars and sell them to people, you know, and, you know, a lot of people might say that you're crazy. So early on, did you get any feedback from, from any folks that thought, what are you, what are you trying to do and, and, and thought you were a bit, you know, lost your rocker there? You know, they actually did. And here's what I did to overcome that. I actually created samples. So instead of me just talking about the concept, and trying to explain what I was going to do, I actually showed them by putting a guitar in their hands that, that was a heavy-weighted guitar that was of solid wood, of, 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 of uh, real components, and was playable. And at that point, people get it. And then, they st then once they start seeing their business logo, they smile. I mean, I've had people run for their checkbooks and say, yeah, I'll take three right now. So I, I think wow. the, key, the, the key is to have a great idea, but then actually be able to have something that's physically tangible 
that people can actually see or touch or feel. So, that, all, all great, all great, Kurt. Share with us a couple of a couple of times where you had that sitting around the kitchen table with your your hands in your head and the "what the hell have I done" moments uh, when you woke up in the middle of the night with the "what the hell am I doing" moments and how you got around those. You know, I, and I still have those. I mean, you know, it, it's unfortunate that I'm a young entrepreneur and that I'm on a roller coaster where there's ups and there's downs, there's highs and the lows. And I tell young people, you know. It's not for everybody. Being an entrepreneur is not for the faint-hearted because there are, there are going to be heartaches. For an example, I had a company that asked me to do an order. Uh, I sent out 15 guitars with an invoice, and it, they, the order came back to me, and they weren't going to pay it because the gentleman who ordered the guitars got, got let go from the company, and there was a big political thing going on, so I got stuck, I got stuck with these in, the inventory. Um, there have been times when People say, yeah, I'll, give, I'll pay you, you know, and then now I have to go out and collect money. I've never, ever had to think about that before. You know, you sell your product, you expect to get cash in advance, but now you got people on 30-day terms, and it's like, okay, so now you got to start managing cash flow. And for someone like myself who never truly got into business in high school or college as far as, you know, courses and academics, I'm getting a crash course in, in finance. I'm getting a crash course in, in accounting and economics. Talk to us about, do, do, you, do, you have, do you have anybody else on your team, Kurt? I mean, who else have you got working with you? I am blessed that I put together a great team. Um, I have a couple girls that help me with sales and social marketing with my website, which, by the way, my brand new website's coming out next week. I'm very excited about it. Um, I got, they help me with my Facebook, my Twitter. I have an attorney based in Fort Myers who helps me with my contracts. I have a publicist who gets a lot of things out on the wires for me. Um, obviously I have an accountant. Um, I just hired a, a, a part-time bookkeeper to help me keep organized because my strong suit is not, uh, you know, collecting and saving invoices and receipts and whatnot. I would never have guessed. Would you CG? <laughs> I would never have guessed that one. But, uh, I guess the key is that I'm surrounding myself. When I hear that, I'm surrounding myself with competent people that are, are see what I'm doing and they, and they, they're trying to help me. Cool. So uh, what's the biggest setback you've had? The biggest setback I have, I guess, with any entrepreneur would be not having enough funds to do the things I want to do. And you, you have to, like, advertising is extremely important, and you should always save money for advertising. And, uh, but what happens is all of a sudden you realize, well, geez, you know, the printer broke, so now i got to get a new printer. Well, that t- takes money away from your advertising. You know, so there's always those unexpected things that a small guy can – you know, can, can, can really hurt, can hurts a small guy because if you don't have a tremendous amount of money, let's face it, a lot of startup entrepreneurs don't, you have to juggle. So some of the setbacks I've had would be equipment breaking. Um, I, I had a robbery, unfortunately, where I had guitars stolen from a warehouse. Uh, that really set me back. Wow. So what's, what's new for you? What, what's yeah, what's, what's the, coming what's up for future? you? What's on the horizon? Some, great, some wonderful things is... Um, I'm continuing to work with the Scott Fisher experience, and I'm doing uh, the, the, the Christmas trees that are going to be at the Sydney Burn. Um, so I did some stuff for that. I'm working uh, potentially working with Mark Lauren Designs, who I know is going to be one of your future guests, about blinging out a guitar and trying to show customers that they can uh, 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. They can purchase a guitar with some nice stuff on it. Um, I'm talking with. Um, I'm currently licensed with ECHL, which stands for East Coast Hockey League. It's 22 hockey teams, which includes the Florida Everblades. So, uh, and I'm also licensed with FGCU, which is the local college here, um, and the Eagles. So what I'm doing is I'm seeking out more licensing arrangements that are affordable. I'm talking with other professional leagues. I'm talking with other colleges and universities. I think licensing in the sports is the way for me to go because it's a pretty easy sale. People are very passionate about their teams. And I've, I've had no problem getting guitars sold uh, from that perspective. I'm also uh, licensed. I have artists that are licensed. Um, Lenny Jones out of Naples, Florida, is a primitive uh, folk art painter. He's a great guy, too, and a great friend. And um, I've got six of his images that I put on guitars. I also work with a tattoo artist up in, um, up in Baltimore for tattoo art. Now, I'm getting ready to close next year a surfer artist out in San Diego, and um, cool. another famous um, pop artist. Um, so are, strategic alliances clearly are a way that you've chosen to grow. That seems to be a, a big thing for you in your business. Very much so, because what, it, what I find is they have a built-in audience. So, for example, one of, this, one of this artists that I'm talking to and that I'm going to close, already, we pretty much already have a couple dozen guitars already sold. Wow, wow, okay, I see that. So you're, you're one of your key strategies, and that's important because we get this a lot. We get this question a lot. You know, how do I grow? What are some things that I can do? And, um, you're, you know, so folks that, you're, that are listening, when we talk about strategic alliances and joint ventures, this is what it's all about, leveraging somebody else's list. So, Kurt, this is, this is awesome. I mean, we could talk about this all day long, and even though I'm in that 90% that can't play a guitar, I wish I could, and this sounds pretty pretty cool why don't you tell everyone how they can get in touch with you well they can uh, a couple ways you know you can obviously go to screamguitars.com and uh the site's being updated so you can actually purchase from the site which is nice it's gonna have an e-commerce component and then nice. you can also go and call me at 561-531-0651 it's just my direct cell phone and you can also email me at kurt at screamguitars.com and um, I'm all over Facebook. 
Um, in fact, I found Facebook to be a wonderful tool. Facebook isn't, isn't, uh, isn't the only thing you should be doing, but at the same time, it's just a wonderful uh, tool to complement you know, your other marketing. It certainly has worked. It certainly has worked for you, and and you know you have a um, you have a business that leans towards the edge of uh, a lot of pop culture. So uh, certainly that that makes that a very viable um, platform for you. So uh, Kurt, I want to thank you again so much for coming on. This has really been super. Hearing all about your business and and uh, and your and your story. So hopefully uh, you come back again sometime. We can check in with you. See how you're doing. I'd love to. Thank you, Carl, and, and, and thank you, Carl Gibbons. I appreciate the time. It's, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. And if there's anybody listening out there, the retailers coming out in me, I see a shop in Vegas for this. I see a shop with all these strategic alliance partners. If this is not a, if this is not a perfect shop for Vegas, are you listening to me, Caesars Palace? If this is not a perfect shop out there, I don't know what is. Kurt, great to talk to you. Catch you later. Rock and roll. Stay tuned. Thank you very much. You got it. You got it. And the rock and roll portion of uh, Quit and Get Rich today was brought to you by Club Entrepreneur, or Club E, as we know it in the trade. Club E is the premier network for aspiring, emerging, and experienced entrepreneurs, experts, and executives. Club E is an open source organization that encourages the free exchange of ideas and and resources online and on earth. Club E invites the entrepreneurial community to join together and synergize their talents. For more information, go to clubeint.com, which is Club E on earth and online. All right, and if you want to turn that good little screaming guitar business into a great screaming guitar business, uh, you, may want to give, uh, uh, you may want to give Third Eye Management a call. Because for the last three decades, Third Eye Management has been that organization, that, that team of experts that turns good little businesses into great businesses. So give them a call at 239-254-0458 and, uh, or on the web at Third Eye Management, all one word spelled out, no spaces, thirdeyemanagement.com. Great stuff. Can't get enough of the G-Team and you want to hear some more rock and roll? You can catch this show again together with all our other shows 24-7. Just visit our website, gteamradio.com, share it with your friends, or go to facebook.com forward slash gteamradio. Like us, hate us, tell us what you think. Give us a call, 561-623-9429. That's 561-623-9429. Or you can email Gibbons or Gould at gteamradio.com. Dot com. So, what do you think, uh, Goldie? Are we going into the rock and roll business? Because I'm hearing, uh, I'm hearing, as always, it's all about the team. He couldn't. He, he, he focuses on what he's really good at, which is clearly sales. You think? Um, sure. But, but, yeah, but, getting the word out, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, licensing came through loud and clear, and top it all off with a heavy dose of strategic alliances. I mean, that's where it seems like, you know, when you, have a, when you have a business that has a cool factor, I mean, clearly, it's, that's a cool factor. I mean, there's no other way around it. You know, so now and again, you just have one of these, you're, you're lucky enough to be passionate in a lucky, sexy kind of business. You know what I mean? And, and he is, and that's great because uh, that lends itself to certain things. So, you know, it's very easy to kind of wrap your head around... Um, uh, it's very easy to wrap your head around uh, 
his his product, what he's trying to do. It's fun. It's easy. It's safe. Everybody likes it. And frankly, even if you don't play guitar, you know, most of the people out there wish at some level they could play a musical instrument, uh, and the guitar being the most common of those. So it's it's an easy sell all the way around, you know. It's easy to get people excited about it. So he's... Um, you know, strategic alliances, very much, a, definitely a way to go there. No question about it. And I've got another quick one for you, Kurt, if you're still listening out there. Uh, start thinking limited editions. Start thinking we're only going to make a 1,000 of this particular guitar or a 100 of this guitar. Each one of them's numbered. Once you put, you know what collectors are like, once you get them hooked, they're, w- they're with you forever. They've got to have every one. They've got to have every one. So anyway, great stuff. I loved it. I thought that was a great session. Thanks again to Kurt. Um, and before we all go and put on our T-shirts and start doing our uh, putting our, our uh, cigarette lighters in the air and waving them about, or no, you don't do that anymore, do you? You, do, you use your cell you phone. Your phone. You use you your phone. Your you turn, you turn, turn the torch on, yeah. Uh, I think we better bring ourselves back down to earth. And um, I think it's my turn to have a quick commentary today, don't you think? I'll go for that. Go for that. All right. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm hoping this is in very positive mood, and it, and it certainly has a Thanksgiving flavour about it. Because on August the second, two thousand and eight, I changed my citizenship from the United Kingdom to the United States. Yes, I am an official U.S. citizen. It was a scary and difficult decision for me at the time um, because, as I so often get asked, well, you know, what's wrong with the U.K.? and what? There's nothing wrong with it. It was just about where my future lo- lie. Uh, and it's about being diff- It was about not what was right and what was wrong or what was good or what was bad. It was, about, it was just about different. The U.S. was different and had a calling for me. And the decision, although it was a difficult one, was the right one. And as I prepare Thanksgiving tomorrow, I find myself grateful for the choices that I had to choose my country of origin and entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship gives you that same choice. As a business owner, I get the opportunity to choose my destiny. Just as in life, my business decisions often uh, are difficult and challenging, but they're mine. My success are by, is by my design. It's a part of my design, and hopefully it's, a part, it's within my control. And this is the essence of what being an entrepreneur is all about, owning your own experience. Quit waiting for others to help you, rescue you. Quit blaming others when it doesn't work out. Get on with it. Become an entrepreneur. Quit. Get rich. And oh, by the way, have a happy Thanksgiving. And that was Carl Gibbons with my quick commentary on Wednesday, November the 27th, 2013. Well, I, that, must have been a, that must have been a tough uh, decision for you at the time. I mean, so a lot of people have trouble moving out of their town or moving to another county or another state. Not only did you move to another country, but you actually changed your, your citizenship. So what was that like? Um, it was. Uh, uh, it, it could. It could actually be a five-hour special. This one, uh, because I can tell you some of the stories. If we ever want to go into uh, why I, why the United States immigration process is uh, uh, finding itself with the challenges that it's in, I could walk you through my process, which right up to them getting the name on my uh, citizenship certificate incorrect. Um, it's 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 broken. It needs fixing. It needs looking at it. But th- but that's a that's a, a management issue. Uh, for, the straight answer to your question is, um, it was difficult. But I always knew my future lay here, 
as my even as my business was growing, um, and I've been doing this gig now, got a bit more rock and rolling. I've been doing this gig now for over twenty five years. My business just kept growing in the United States, and it just kept calling me. And every time I came here, I was spending longer and longer, and I was spending, I was finding myself finding myself feeling more and more at home here. I didn't. It wasn't an alien country to me. It felt like home. And and as mm. I said, as I said in my quick commentary, it wasn't about oh, I'm now anti-Brit. Or, you know, because I don't like the politics over there or business was no good over there or the economy. It had got nothing to do with that. It was just, it was different here. And I felt more in sync and in tune here. I mean, you, you know, Gordy, I still have an office in the UK. Sure. Um, yes, absolutely. So, you know, um, it, it, but I just feel at home here. And once I decided to move here, I got the green card and I went through all of that, which again, that's another five hour special on its own to get one of those. Um, but I thought, now that's the ultimate step. This country's been very good to me. Um, it's helped me build my business. It's helped me build not just a business in the U.S., but an international business. And then it was about commitment. The United States made a commitment to me. It was time I made a commitment to the United States. And that right. was what tipped me over the edge. That's why I became right. a U.S. citizen. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, good one. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Carl, we get we get a lot of people who are thinking about starting a business, and, and on the one hand, they say, I want to start a business, I want to control my own destiny, I, I admire you entrepreneurs, and Kurt brings up a good point. Entre any, anyone can be an entrepreneur. It doesn't mean everyone should be an entrepreneur, but we get so many... Um, we get so many uh, people who say, you know, should I take that plunge? Should I do this? And we can't make that decision for them. However, if you are the kind of person that's going to sit there and say, well, I want to control my own destiny, but I'm going to stay with the security net of a job and I'm going to bitch about it constantly to us, then, then I can see where your quick commentary comes in because we have so many people who will not take charge of their destiny, but they'll complain about it constantly. And, and I, maybe that's where your get on with it comment was coming. coming uh, you know? Absolutely. Mark Cuban came out with a great one on Shark Tank. Um, he, he calls them wantrepreneurs. And, I, and I, yep. I, I think that's exactly what it is. It's all, you know, they like the idea. They like they want to do it. They're, they're wantrepreneurs, like want to be rock stars, you know. Everybody, when they're at the concert, they're all sitting down there with their air guitar or with a scream guitar in the audience playing. But it's, it's, it's a few people that actually say, no, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get up there. I'm going to get up on stage, and I'm going to give it a go. And I, I suppose that's where I am. And, and, and I've always been like that. And I've always been like that. And, um, you know, the, there is no, the word retirement doesn't enter into my vocabulary. The word stopping doesn't enter into my vocabulary because I wouldn't know what else to do. You've just got to keep going on and keep getting better. And you're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall over. You're going to scrape your knee. Um, I don't get a paycheck. I don't get all of that stuff. Uh, but I want it. And it just keeps spurring me on. You know, it's, it's what I do. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I was cut from that cloth. So let's help. Why don't we help a few others? Um, and uh, and see if we can fix a few problems for a few others as we come into. Ready. Uh, are you ready? Okay, I'm going to hit you with one. Um, what about this one, uh, Jack from uh, Providence? I'm assuming that's Providence, Rhode Island. I got an unsolicited offer for my business, and the price is pretty good. I'm thinking of cashing it in right now. What should I be worried about? Hmm. Interesting. Mm. So, 
That is interesting. So I got a, you get an unsolicited bid. So that tells me a couple things. That says, Jack, you probably run a pretty good business. You're, you're probably cash flow positive. You probably have some good customers or you have a few very cherry or very, very nice clients that would be the envy of others. So you've attracted some attention to yourself. Very good. So a couple things. First and foremost, if it's unsolicited and, it, and if you're writing it the way you're writing it, you might not know who the buyer is or this potential suitor. So first thing I would do is I would be careful. I would first thing before you talk to anybody or anyone who wants to talk to you about your business, get them under an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement. So they are bound not to repeat anything that you guys talk about. Then let's find out if they're actually serious because this is a trick, uh, Jack, and I don't want you to fall into this trap. People will call and say, I want to buy you, right? And then what do they do? Due diligence, meaning they say who, who all of your employees are, who's your high-performing employees, who are your customers, what do you make, what do you spend on advertising. You know, in order to buy you, they have to find out everything you do. So let's, let us, let's first off protect ourselves against the trap. You know, people might be, they might be doing this just to get some marketing research. So the first thing you do is get them under an NDA, then sit them down and just have a general cup of coffee meeting with them and say, you know, are you serious? What are you thinking? If they're actually serious, then they've done some due diligence and they already know what they want to offer you. They have an idea. So if they are serious, you should be able to find out a little bit on your own. If they're serious, then my gosh, we could spend the rest of the year on exit strategies and how to properly sell your business and do it safely and maximize it. But what you want to do is you want to find out where they're at right now and if that number is worth your time. If it is and you want to go through it, next thing you do is get an attorney, investment banker, accountant, some form of an advisor, Gibbons or I, and to help you walk through uh, that process. And oh, by the way, that I mentioned you need an NDA. Nothing happens without the non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. That's my fix it. Couldn't, couldn't, it sounds couldn't. to me like a trap. That's what it sounds to me like, uh, yeah. Mr. Gibbons. But, yeah. but, so that's where I would be cautious. But if it's not, then, hey, you might have something there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it is, it's always a good sign that, that you get approached because I've always said that uh, the good businesses never reach market. People are always watching them. They've always got their eye on them, and uh, they always make offers um, so they don't get to market. The ones that end up at the, with the business brokers sometimes are not always what I would call the, uh, the cherry on the cake. Um, but Gould is quite right. Uh, you've got to keep an eye on because at the end of the day, uh, you're going to take your eye off the ball. You're going to be focused on running around trying to please these people who are courting you and want to date you, and uh, your business could suffer as a result. So tie down the basics first. Good stuff. What Very you got? good. Right. What do I got? Hold on one second here. My screen went away from me. Uh-oh. Let me get back. I was so busy with Jack. Come on now. My computer. Uh, hold on one second. Mr. Gibbons? All right, hold on one moment. I'm holding. I'm holding. Please, we'll continue to hold on. I mean, this is the same trap we just talked about, Jack, that he can't get caught in. Um, I got caught in the computer trap. All right, where are we? We should, we should have had Kurt back on here, and we could have asked him to give us a tune. <laughs> he could have asked him three more questions. Yeah. All right, bear with me one second here. 
Mr. Givens, my computer has left me, so just read it out loud and then you can take it. Okay. Um, why don't I go with... Let's have a look. Uh, Michelle in Virginia Beach. I have a retail store, but I'm also a sales rep for another company. Oh, fish or fowl, I haven't, Michelle. Not quite sure what you are. I feel that I'm stretched into many directions, you think, and not sure what to do. I don't want to give up uh, the cash from the sales rep job yet, but I don't feel I'm doing both jobs as good as possible. So, what do you think, GT? Well, um, I think you sound a bit of a entrepreneur here, Michelle, <laughs> that we were just talking about earlier on. Um, you don't know whether you fish. She's in your beach, too, there, Carl. So, she might be have one of these retail shops on the beach. It could even be seasonal. Could be. You know, could I'm be. Not sure could what's be. going on with her. Okay. Well, it, it, here's what I'd do is I'd treat the rep job as a business and hire sub-reps to free up some of your time. Then when you look at your, your retail store, you need to get that, you need to systemize it. You know, systems, systems, systems. So it literally, as they say, everything is done by the book. So anybody can go in there, turn to page 13, turn to page 27, look up in the index, how do I do this, how do I do that? It's all systematized. Um, and, and that way, you needn't worry so much about being so hands-on. But the fact is, um, if you're not there, nobody can run your retail business and sell your retail business as well as you can. So ultimately, one will always be better than the other. And my, I will say to you, Michelle, that the one that you are in at any given time is the one that will be performing better. So whether it's your sales rep job or your retail job, uh, that's the one that's going to be performing well at that time. So ultimately, I think you need to make your mind up who you are and what you are. And probably you're going to have to drop one of them. Um, so I, you, don't I, see I, her, you don't see her being able to work this out two or two at the same time? I, I, that that doesn't form part of my DNA. I want to do whatever I do best. I want to do it really well. And uh, especially if you're working as a sales rep for another company, there's an element there of, I, I get it, if you'd have said, I've got this company over here and I've got another retail division over here. Well, ultimately then, she's still working for her. She's still building her own empire. But she's like got one foot in the camp and one foot out the camp. And that just makes me a bit uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could see that as well. Yeah. That that one made me a little nervous. I I looked at the the location and 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 maybe it's true, maybe it's not. But I saw her at seasonal. Maybe that's why she picked up that other job. But I can't. Uh, you know. But that's we'll we'll see how that goes. So Michelle, let us know. You have the king of retail over here in Mr. Gibbons. So if anyone can help you uh, uh, create that, then then he certainly can. And I, so we have Mel in Bucks County. Yeah, that's our last one for today. Mellingbutts County. Gibbons and Gould, I need your help uh, with a software project. Well, I don't know why you're asking me, Mel. <laughs> but, but we'll do our best to screw it up for you. I don't know about fix it. We're going to get you, I'm probably going to get you deeper into it. But anyway, let's have a go. Gibbons and Gould, I need your help with a software project. It's a big project, and I'm not sure if I should offshore, inshore, or nearshore the programming. Can you help? Gouldy, over to you. 
Well, first off, these are probably explaining, you know, all that jargon. So, here, folks, here's what he means by that. You know, you, you've heard the old, uh, hey, don't do the programming here. Send it off to the Philippines or, in, or India. Well, so if you, in, if you in-source, that means you do it in, either in your business or you do it in the country. If you near-source, it means you do it in a country that's in similar time zones or maybe a neighboring country. So, you know, there's a culture match or a time zone match. Or if you if you um, offshore, you're doing it somewhere in, in another part of the world. So first thing, I mean, like first things first is, you know, uh, the the rule of thumb right now is that you insure all of the customer facing interactions. So anytime if you're an American company and you, there there will be Americans or Westerners that are going to be uh, on your site. You want a Westerner designing that part that the customer will touch. All the database, shopping carts, um, the basics in the background that run in the background, that can be um, offshored or near-shored because, um, you know, that's pretty standardized programming. Um, whatever you do with the software project, though, take whatever amount of time you think it's going to take, cross it out, times it by two, take whatever you think it's going to cost, cross that out and, divide, and times that by two, and now you'll, you'll be close to the budget that you'll have. So what, what I would suggest, though, no matter what you do, is you have to understand that this software project will be all-consuming to you. Even if, even if you have a bigger business and you say, you know what, you have a bigger business and you say, so, you know, I'm going to leverage it to somebody else. It will come back to you. So be very, very careful and just understand that when this software project starts, it will consume your time and you have to decide, do you want it to consume your time in the middle of the night or do you want it to consume your time during the day when the right, when you're awake? So that, that's your main thing. So I would, I would suggest just for lifestyle, peace of mind, uh, is to, is to nearshore it or insure it, you know, do it, do it, uh, uh, locally. That would be, that would be my, that would be my suggestion. And I would say, God bless you. <laughs> you're embarking on the biggest headache that you're going to have in the, in, that you had or going to have in the next few years. So good luck with the project. Uh, I have nothing to add, Mel, because, uh, apart from finding the off on switch, as anybody that knows me will tell you, I'm, uh, uh, Gould is giving you the best advice that, that, that there is going around there. So we've got to wrap it up now. Uh, time to tell you all that, uh, on, uh, the 12th, on the 18th of, uh, of December, of course, we're going out to Johnny George's, the guy from, uh, Tree TP that was on Shark Tank. We've had some news. Our friends at Gorilla Media, uh, the TV company, uh, they're also coming out there to actually film us live doing a radio show so that's also going to be a whole load of fun if you've got a great story to tell and or you know somebody that has a great story to tell that wants to appear on g team radio drop us a line let us know and uh we'll, we'll be happy to talk to them and the, as long the only rule is they've got to be able to share their story with all of our listener out there in listener land so with that on behalf of Goldie, I want to wish everybody a fantastic and happy Thanksgiving. And with that, Goldie, we are... We are out.
In 2006, two forces of good for business met. These men think and act differently. Their sole mission is to help entrepreneurs and businesses succeed. Today, this elite duo, Carl Gibbons and Carl Gould, the G-Team, have broken out of the conventional business box. So if you have a problem, if no one else can help, you can find them right here every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern. The G-Team. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.